0: Hey friends! In this episode, we talk about how different foods interact with each other and how that impacts your overall digestive health. Our little eczema kids are already digestively compromised, so to say, so I've outlined four food combination and preparation rules to make it easy on your little one's insides. It's likely you're violating at least one of these food rules now. But with these simple fixes, we can eliminate this extra digestive burden on our kids. Let's get into today's show. Hey mama, if you have kids struggling with eczema and you want to get them a life without itchy red skin, then this is the show for you, eczema kids. Here we go deep into diet guidelines, doable at-home remedies, and transformative healthy kids tools that will empower you to take your child's health into your own hands and win. If you are ready to say yes to eczema free kids, sleeping through the night, and drug free interventions, hi, my name is Andrew McHugh, and I'm the coach and mentor for you. I created this podcast to equip you with the strategies you need to heal your kids' skin condition and soothe their sweet little faces. Let's eliminate eczema and reclaim our lives. Grab your egg free snack, take a deep breath, and let's dig in to today's episode. I really wish I had learned about proper food combining as a child. This stuff is so important and it makes such a difference on how you feel. Plus, what good is thoughtfully prepared food if your littles aren't able to digest them? If your child is suffering from eczema, we know their gut lining is already severely compromised and it needs all the help that it can get. My three girls have had their share of digestive upsets with celiacs and eczema, and goodness, I'm currently what feels like 20 months pregnant, so I need all the help I can get to. I never knew about most of the stuff until my sweet little eczema babies taught me to turn to ancient medicine when in doubt. These time-tested rules will change your life moving forward, and unfortunately, these rules are largely ignored by our Western society. I've had a few uncomfortable conversations surrounding these roles. And they occasionally make my restaurant orders a little interesting. But again, they're, they're worth keeping in mind because we have to keep ourselves and our little ones happy and healthy. So you can help your family by keeping these simple guidelines in mind. Number one, do not heat honey. So we use honey as a natural sweetener all the time but you're not supposed to cook with it or heat it above 95 degrees because past that point, the composition actually changes and it has a deleterious effect on your body. Hot honey actually turns into a glue-like texture and then it gunks up your intestinal lining. So we don't want that for our littles. And what's hard about this is I feel like it's in most healthy recipes, right? Like most healthy baking recipes or, you know, it's often recommended as a part of your your marinade in a saute mix. But again, you just, you're going to want to avoid doing that. So anytime I do see a recipe that calls for honey, I usually substitute it with maple syrup. So this rule is also hard to abide by, especially with hot beverages and, and tea. Right now, I make my girls honey lemon tea in the mornings. And then, you know, of course, if I don't add honey into it, they won't drink it. To avoid overheating the honey, I first put in the lemon and then pour boiling water over that, fill the cup halfway full. And then I add my room temperature water until it's full. And then I add my raw honey, like a spoonful of raw honey and it's not super hot, so it takes extra time to start in the honey, but they can't, you know, drink really hot beverages anyway. So you're going to have to do this anyway. So you might as well cool it down before you add you add the honey so they can enjoy it and still digest it. Number 2, you want to eat fruit alone or at least you don't want to pair it with meat or dairy. So fruits digest faster than any other substance. And when you combine fruits with other food, particularly meat and dairy, it stays in your stomach for as long as it takes the more difficult foods to digest. And this can lead to fermentation in your gut, and it also disturbs your absorption of nutrients. So this is a biggie because kids love fruit. And (laughs) those like... Those little bento boxes for lunch, have you seen those ones that some, I swear, they have 15 holes in them. They totally stress me out. And of course, you have to put in fruit and sugary yogurt and animal crackers and basically everything under the sun to fill these little bento boxes. So don't buy those. Anyway, you're going to want to keep your fruit separate. So I generally give my kids fruit at breakfast, which is dairy-free in our house and then usually meat-free as well. And then I give it to them as snacks throughout the day away from meals. So I never pack it in their lunchbox and I don't serve it with dinner. Do they get some in dessert right after dinner? A lot of days, yes. Hopefully this isn't too hazardous to their health. Pineapple is one exception of this though, because it has bromelain, which is a combination of enzymes that help break down protein. So those Hawaiian burgers can stay. And I also put it on my kids' pizza because they love it. And I tell myself the integrity of their digestive strength is probably unaffected. (laughs) Number three, don't eat beans with meat. So make your taco nights either vegetarian with soaked sprouted beans or carnivore style because despite what all the Mexican restaurant offerings are, the two just do not go together in your stomach. Again, like alkaline foods require different digestive juices than acid foods. And when you combine those in one bite in your stomach, your stomach acids essentially turn to neutral and then nothing gets digested. And then things are left to ferment in your gut, which is so gross. But, you know, these are important things to consider. So don't do beans and meat at the same time. And number four, this is another biggie for kids. Don't ice your stuff. Seriously, your water, smoothies anything. Don't ice it down. Because when you consume icy cold beverages, your digestion is severely affected because your body has to divert its energy from digestion to bringing up the temperature of the substance you just ate and your whole body temperature. I seriously cannot drink ice cold water because I get instantly cold. my poor husband. Cold stuff also decreases your heart rate and it shocks your body, which can lead to stomach aches. And it just, it makes me sad knowing this when I hear the little clinks of ice in in those little hydro flasks, cause it just really doesn't do your digestive health any favors. You also don't need to put a million ice packs in in your little one's lunch. The things will be fine when you pack fresh food. Don't freeze it, don't ice it down. So what does this mean for ice cream? (laughs) You're probably thinking. And I'm sure right now you're not eating a ton of ice cream with your little eczema kid. But as with everything, ice cream is seasonal. So if you do want to enjoy non-dairy ice cream or popsicles in the summer, which we certainly do, do it in the summer, which works with nature and your body. I can't wait for summer because I love making my kids popsicles and ice cream for treats. They love it too. Sometimes I sneak supplements in there. Don't tell. So... If you're violating some of these rules now, don't stress. It's when you consistently do these things over a course of a long period of time that it starts to add up and and create toxicity in the body. So these are just helpful guidelines to keep in mind since you're likely the provider of all the meals and snacks. You're here because you want to heal your kids. But if you need help creating a doable, digestible meal plan based on your season, and the climate where you live, and your preferences, and even allergy test results, I'd be happy to help. You can email me at support at eczemakids.com, and we will get you and your little ones going on your path towards wellness. Take care, mama. You're doing great. Hey friend, if today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.